From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus News Brief for Wednesday, February 24th. I'm Deborah Morgan. This week, Governor Cooper is expected to announce the easing of some COVID restrictions in North Carolina. Bar owners hope they will have the green light. Zach Medford, a Raleigh bar owner and head of the State Bar and Tavern Association, formally requested an easing of COVID-19 restrictions meant to allow patrons back inside. He's also calling on the governor to end the curfew currently in place, which restricts alcohol sales by 9 p.m. He spoke with David Crabtree about the state of the industry. Zach, we've been talking to you off and on for the past year. Thanks for your time. It's been a tough year for you. I know you closed at least one of your bars. Do you expect to be able to reopen and you and the others who've had to close? It's been 342 days since bars were able to welcome guests back inside of our bars and taverns. Uh, we are very, very cautiously optimistic that we're going to see an easing of restriction and uh, maybe the opportunity to serve a beer to one of our customers that we haven't gotten to see in 11 months. If that were to happen, could you reopen? I think a lot of bars across North Carolina will never reopen. We've been out of business with no revenue for 11 months. And I think that uh, being able to allow 30% capacity inside of our bars uh, and pushing the alcohol curfew back to 11 p.m. will be a huge step in the right direction. And while it won't make anybody rich, it will at least allow us to stay afloat as we see the end of this pandemic and hopefully one day get back to normal. Zach, I know there have been a number of occasions when you were hopeful that something would happen and it didn't. So looking at best case scenario and what would be good enough tomorrow, give us an idea of what both of those look like. You know, in a perfect world, we want to be treated just like everybody else in the hospitality industry. We want to be able to have 50% of our bar rooms filled. We want to be able to serve until 2 a.m. But we are willing to take 30% capacity inside bars, and we're willing to be able to serve till 11 p.m. We can get those two things in place. That's going to give us a chance to survive, and it's going to allow us to at least pay a few bills and make, it, make some of those back rent payments. And then maybe as we approach the summer, we can actually get back on our feet and uh, get through this thing together. Relief for those waiting for vaccinations could come with the approval of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which could happen as soon as Friday. Keely Arthur explains how those could help in North Carolina. The Johnson & Johnson will be easier on the recipient. Bruce Robisto, the Halifax County Health Director, says he says that simply because it's one dose. Another difference, storage. For example, the Pfizer vaccine needs to be stored at negative 80 degrees Celsius. I don't predict that anything will be as complicated as the Pfizer product. Just for people to understand how much easier is it going to be to, to store it. If it's at normal refrigerated temperature, we have the ability to store, I mean, tens of thousands of vials here on site at Sunnybrook um, or the commons. County officials believe both of these differences could make the J&J vaccine, if it's approved, more accessible to North Carolinians. How much time was there between the Pfizer vaccine getting approved and then getting to you all? 
So it was approved on a Thursday or Friday. It was sent to the hospitals the following Monday or Tuesday for a delivery, and we received it the Tuesday after that. I think it'll be a little bit different this time. Dr. Jason Wittes, the county's pharmacy director, says it's likely counties like Wake will get the J&J vaccine at the same time as hospitals. Because we have done such a great job and we have the capacity in place. Finally, this vaccine was developed later on, meaning it's been shown to fight against newer variants, including the South African one, which may be more contagious. Very high effectiveness. In fact, no cases of anyone, even with that South African variant, having to go to the hospital or having a serious breathing complications. So that's very important to know. NFDA committee will meet to discuss the Johnson & Johnson vaccine on Friday. For the Coronavirus News Brief, I'm Deborah Morgan.